0: You've got it tuned to the coach's corner on ESPN UP. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad that you're along as always. Over the course next hour we talk with coaches all around Marquette County, get their thoughts on how their teams are progressing. Through the basketball season. Before we hit the phone line and talk with coaches, let's get you caught up on the scoreboard and schedule coming up for this evening. Starting on the boys side of things, Marquette headed downstate. They will take on Traverse City Central. You'll hear from head coach Brad Nelson throughout the show. Ironwood is at home tonight with Solon Springs of Wisconsin. Superior Central is at Stevenson. Meanwhile, Sault Saint Marie at home with Brimley. Mackinac Island will travel to take on Beaver Island and Maplewood Baptist is home with Hannibal. Tomorrow, Marquette continue- Continues their downstate road trip when they visit Traverse City West. Beaver Island at home with Mackinac Island once again, and then Maplewood Baptist will take on Hannaville once again as well. On the girl side of things, a busy night tonight. Kingsford at home with Menominee. Meanwhile, Escanaba takes on Bark River Harris. Westwood at home with Nagani. You can hear that game right here on ESPN UP Ishpeming on the road taking on Manistique. Meanwhile, Calumet's at home with Gwynn. West Iron County welcomes Houghton and Iron Mountain goes to Hancock. Jeffers at home with Barraga. Meanwhile, Wakefield-Marinesco hosts Lakeland and hubble Antonagin is at Bessemer. Ironwood is hosting South Shore. Ewan-Trout Creek at home with Launce. Meanwhile, North Central goes on the road taking on Forest Park. Republic-Michigami at home with Dollar Bay. Meanwhile, North Dickinson will visit Norway. Rapid River's at home with Munising and Midpen will take on Carninado. Cedarville's on the road visiting Engadine. The Sioux will visit Newberry. Pickford's at home with Rudyard. As Detour goes on the road, they'll battle Brimley. Sheboygan at home with St. Ignace and Mackinac. Island visits Beaver Island just one game in the girls slate tomorrow and that's a rematch of Mackinac Island at Beaver Island that's a look around the girls scoreboard for the UP this weekend let's take our first time out we'll hit the phone line and talk with coaches next on ESPN UP during winter travel conditions can change mile to mile and minute to minute prepare for cold wind drifting snow freezing rain and other surprises Always remember speed limits are for when pavement is clear and dry. Focus on getting to your destination safely and watch for cyclists and pedestrians, even if it means extra travel time. If there is ice and snow, take it slow. A winter safety message brought to you by Eagle Mine. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Westwood girls basketball with head coach Kirk Corcoran. His team getting set to take on Nagani Friday night in what should be a marquee matchup around the UP. Coach, 9-1 and one is you hit the halfway point of the regular season. Your last couple of games, you feel like maybe the tide has changed a little bit in the locker room for your squad. Tell me about where your team is 10 games into the year.
1: I think we are right about where we could realistically expect ourselves to be. Um, you know, I've told you before. I, I hate to sound like a—it's sound like a broken record. I say this all the time, but we um, we just weren't where we expected, and where a lot of the community and media expected us to be in the beginning of the year. And uh, I think that's pretty typical for a high school team. Um, you know, we we had the, the good run last year, and everybody comes back, so uh, naturally everyone thinks we're going to pick up right where we left off, and that just wasn't the case. It, it took some trials and tribulations. Um, and uh, bulk game, game number nine, we started uh, gelling a little bit more, and um, I, I thought we moved the ball uh, better than we ha- have ever in my tenure. Um, the other night against against Iron Mountain, um, and it all started in the Holton game. So I think we're we're starting to roll. We're starting to to uh, reach that potential, but um, still a long ways to go, and it's still you know it's. The season is uh isn't is halfway over so um long long is a long season Tanner it it wears on the coaches it wears on the players um and we just gotta we just gotta keep keep rolling and getting better one day at a time
0: coach the other night you picked up a win against Iron Mountain you had a 23 nothing run at one point in the second half all nine of your players got into the game and scored tell me about your squad's depth this season
1: well, we are fortunate because we are very deep. Um, you know, we've got we've got four girls on the bench on any given night that could start on most other uh, on most other teams. Um, you know, and that's kind of hard on them too, uh, mentally sometimes. You know, they're everyone's vying for a for a starting position, and it's just not always that easy because you can only start five girls. But I think they're starting to accept their role. You know, and another part of that is. Every girl, all nine girls, have started uh, multiple games so far. Every girl on the on the on the roster has started at least two games, and so um, it's a fluid fluid five. Um, they fight for starting spots every day in practice, every game, um, and you know we look at matchups as well. Uh, are we going to go with a bigger lineup, or are we going to go with a smaller lineup, depending on who we're playing? So it kind of keeps that keeps that hunger there, so that they don't get so they don't relax and and complacent and everybody's everybody's always you know competing with each other i think in a a friendly way so that that helps
0: coach tell me about some other aspects of your team i look at the stat sheet i see 29 rebounds a game 15 steals per contest you're getting it done really well in those areas
1: yeah we've got girls with a pretty high basketball iq uh one through nine um I mean, they're just—they—they they, they anticipate well. Uh, they read each other well. They—they they read the passing lanes well. Um, you know, and it helps when you got—we got—we got athletes. I mean, Tessa Tessa is on pace for about a hundred deflections, and that's—that's that's a stat we just um, we keep track of. Uh, and just meaning that she gets her hands on a pass somewhere, and sometimes it's still in play for for our opponent. Sometimes it leads to. Other steals by other teammates. Sometimes it leads to a steal for her, and she's uh, she's always able to get her hands on, on a lot of passes. And um, Natalie Profit's just a great anticipator. She's always just like a rover, and she kind of leads people into uh, scenarios where um, she she kind of plays coy a little bit, and oftentimes uh, it ends up in a in a deflection or a steal for Natalie. So um, yeah, we've we've you know from all aspects we, we've got a, a pretty high high iQ team um, even going into the classroom which always helps on the basketball court as well so uh, it's it, it's it's fun um, but i'd be lying if i said it's you know it's not frustrating too just you know that we, we've got a uh, high expectations and um, you got a lot of girls that can play i mean if you're if, if if you're gonna coach high school basketball and not expect to be stressful you're in the run Profession.
0: Coach, how about the way your team is shooting the basketball from the floor, from behind the arc, at the foul line? Are you about where you want to be in those aspects?
1: Uh I mean our percentages are, are above above average, but I think uh, I don't think we're shooting the ball as well as it could be yet. Um, Tessa Lee is still uh, still finding her shot, um, and it's just little things. Just uh, when you're when you're a really good shooter and you put in the amount of hours that, that my girls have. Um, sometimes it's just little, like, hey, the ball, make sure the ball's come off your middle finger, whether it's, or, uh, your footwork is right. Are you stepping into the pass? Um, where's your elbow? You know, every, every shooter has different little tendencies that they tend, that they sometimes forget about, and they just need to be reminded. And oftentimes it's, it's just 100% mental. We were even talking about, Um, just snapping your follow through when you're a good shooter that 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 whole process has got to be quick and your wrist almost snaps sometimes and um i just told tessa that the other day and all of a sudden bang 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 she's knocking down threes again so um you know we're are are we where we want to be shooting wise no not yet but um again we're nine and one so i don't want to sound like i'm complaining too much
0: well, Coach, you've got Nagani coming up Friday night. Tell me about practice this week, what it's looked like. Have you liked what you've seen?
1: Uh, well, we've we've caught the flu bug here uh, a little bit. We knew it was going to happen eventually. So um, with the girls that we've had, it's been, been very focused, uh, preparing preparing very diligently for Nagani. I think it, it helps when it's just a rivalry game. And uh, us us and Nagani going back the last couple of years um, has, has been real intense. Nagani's got got a new coaching staff, um, new players stepping into some new new roles. Um, Chloe Norman, you know, always has been kind of a a role player the last couple years, and she's really stepping in and and being a leader on that basketball team, um, taking the role of of scoring a lot more between her and her and Alyssa Hill. You know, they're averaging almost seventy five percent of their offense. So um, Alyssa's playing with a lot more confidence. Uh, Than it was last year, so um, definitely a dangerous team. Anytime you've got two two players of that caliber, um, you're you're very capable. And you know, I want to give I want to give credit where credit is due. Um, I, mean, I think a lot of people thought Nagani was going to have a, a rebuilding year this year, and you know they've they're they've got two losses to two real quality teams, and um, they're definitely scary and knocking on the door and letting us know, hey, you know this isn't going to be a, 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 a just a walk in the park so um yeah they've they've definitely got us on notice and um certainly not taking them lightly
0: well you brought up the fact that nagani has a new coaching staff what does this year's squad coached by mike O'Donnell, differ from brandon Seggers when he coached at nagani
1: well uh they're in a they're in a really good situation um because they're the underdog role they're flying under everybody's radar um and they don't have that that standout stud that they've had for the past couple of years um not yet anyways and so they just get to go into every game and they there's no pressure on them nobody expects them to nobody expected them in the beginning of the year to make a run down state or really win much of anything all the pressure has been on us so um but they're just playing really good team basketball they're running a lot of sets a lot of screens for hill a lot of a lot of things that uh, a lot of offense that goes through through Chloe's hands first, and um, you know Alyssa is not only a big part of the offense, but she's there to clean up everything on the offensive glass. Uh, you know, girls out, she's almost at 20 points a game, probably almost 14 rebounds a game, some somewhere around there, and a lot of them are offensive rebounds. So, um, yeah, they're in a they're in a great position. I you know everybody asks, you know they assume. Coaching a team like mine right now is, is a lot of fun, and you know it's got its fun moments, but it's it's just really stressful. And I think Mike, uh, Mike and Todd are just Todd, the assistant coach is just they're kind of going back. They, they had they had if they if somebody would have told them they would have won nine games before the season started, they probably would have taken that. And here they are at the halfway point with they're either eight and two or nine and two, um, just rolling. So uh, they're in a real good position um, to play the to play the. Um, the upset role,
0: Coach. What's something Nagani does really well? You alluded to a few individual players, what they bring to the table, but what's their biggest strength as a team, and how do you plan to take that away from them?
1: Um, well, they're patient. They're real disciplined. They don't. They don't. They're not worried about who scores, um, and they just. There's a lot of sets. There's a lot of a lot of cuts. A lot of um, um, just sets. I mean, um, that if you don't play weak side in the lane, uh, you know, you'll get beat on the, their screen and rolls, you'll get beat on, beat on their scissor cuts, you'll get beat on their UCLA cuts, and then their cross screens. So um, their, their biggest strength, I think, is just their their discipline and unselfishness right now. And then, you know, having a, a, a big like Alyssa Hill to clean everything up does, certainly doesn't doesn't hurt anything.
0: Coach, last thing before I let you go, your JVs keep on playing good basketball. A couple overtime games here in the last week. Tell me about their progress.
1: They they just keep plugging along. It's great. They lost their they lost their first three um, games of the year, and coach coach Skews was kind of like, oh, you know, because she's my she's first year coach with me, but she coached at Nagani for years, um, and she's like, oh, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, like we're supposed to be winning games, and here they are now. They've won, you know, I think. Five of their last seven, couple overtime victories. The girls are showing adversity. Being, they always tend to be down in the first half, come roaring back in the second, um, hitting big free throws down the stretch when it matters to get us into the overtime period and then to finally put the game away. So, um, girls are girls are coming along great. Um, looking forward to them being ready to the varsity for the varsity level.
0: Appreciate the time as always, Kurt. Best of luck going forward. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks, Donna. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP.
2: ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season.
0: Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. Welcome back to the SPNUP UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Nagani girls basketball with head coach Mike O'Donnell. His team 9-2 and two, as they get set to take on Westwood on Friday. Coach, you reached the official halfway point of the season. You had Gwen earlier this week to get to 9-2. Tell me about your season 11 games into it.
3: Well, you know, I think we're, we're happy with where we're at. Um, you know, I, I would say coming in here with a new coach and, and trying to get to know the girls and everything. There was, there was a little uh, uncertainty as to, you know, in replacing what, um Nagani had to replace from last year. Um, there was some uncertainty going in and, uh, some definite, definite question marks and some new roles that needed to be filled and stuff. So, um, you know, I think we've taken Small steps forward for most part throughout the year, and to be able to get some wins as we go along the way here has been an added bonus. And I, you know, I think we're starting to find our identity here. And as we roll into the second half of the season and then uh, the postseason, that's uh, that's an important thing to do.
0: Coach, how's your team shooting the ball? Whether that be from the floor, behind the arc, or at the foul line?
3: You know, I would say um, decent. (laughs) You know, not 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 exceptionally good. not bad. Uh, you know, we're we're about that average range, average to to good. Um, you know, I, our three point percentage has fluctuated a little bit. Um, I think coming out of Christmas break, we were we were shooting it well, and then for whatever reason, you know, the time off and, and what whatnot, the um, we dipped the first two or three games back, um, but we've seen a nice uptick now in the last. uh last game so you know it's it's something i think follow line you know we're we're about 60 68 percent um there's room for improvement but it's not horrible um uh, so you know i think shooting decently you know there's always room for improvement but um you know we we'll, it's it's been what we're doing is getting it done for us at this
0: point coach how about other aspects of the game like pass work rebounding defense what are some strengths for you and where do you want to see some improvement in the back half?
3: Yeah. Our rebounding has been really good. Um, that's, that's one, one area that we've been strong in uh, both ends of the floor. Offense and defensive rebounding has, has been a strong number for us. Um, you know, we've been up over 30 pretty much every game. Um, you know, I, I think one area that we're again, I think we touched on this before on this show, but our, our turnovers is something we're constantly, uh, constantly evaluating seeing where we're at, trying, you know, we check it at halftime, um, and then obviously at the end of the game, we're looking at that number. Um, you know, We're really trying to stay under 12 turnovers, and it's amazing because, you know, you see that direct, the girls see the direct correlation. When we're under 12, um, you know, our, our point margin, our, our margin of victory is, has been really increased, and then those times when we get over 12 and we get sloppy with the ball, those are games we've lost, or um, it's been really close, so... Um, I, I think that's an area that we're going to continue to, to make sure uh, we really chart closely and keep an eye on.
0: Coach, a really big week for your squad as far as conference implications go. Gwyn Tuesday, Westwood Friday. Let's go back to the Gwynn game, one that you won 47 34. Give me your thoughts on that one.
3: That was a, it was a good game. Um, you know, it was very scrappy, physical game. Um, you know, there was. Um, a lot of good athletes on both sides of the floor you know Gwen has uh, they, they've got all the pieces and they've got the big girls inside who are athletic and then the kids cut out and shoot um, they got the guards on the perimeter and shoots and then you got Delmont who can get to the bucket in there so they they've got it all I and mean, they're tough to defend coach also does a great job and putting them in the different schemes they use on offense and, and trying to highlight their their strengths and makes it difficult to defend so um our girls, I think, you know, that was the thing we were most proud of coming out of there was the way they execute our defensive game plan, you know, cause we didn't just roll the ball out and go defend them. We, we had a lot of things that we wanted to make sure we were keen on and try to take away, Um and girls that needed to be in different spots or different things. So, um, you know, in that part, part of the game as a coach, you you're proud of your girls. You know, we really executed defensive game plan, um, and we did enough offensively. Got, when did. Had some nice adjustments too. They came on in the matchup zone, and it took us a while to figure it out. Um, you know, and, and there was just a couple different chess mass- matches throughout the game. Um, as, as we move forward, uh, you know, they kind of make it fun to, to coach. You know, those are those are the things that you're there for to put your girls in the right position. And it was fun to go back and forth with Coach Olson and those things. And uh, you know, we just luckily made enough plays down the stretch to get the win.
0: Coach, where have you seen the most improvement, whether that be from an individual player or an aspect of your team's game? Where have you seen the most improvement from the beginning of the year to now?
3: You know, um, right now, Morgan Carlson's really coming on strong for us. Uh, she she kind of started the year. Uh, you know, she was she was struggling with her finishing a little bit and, and just trying to find a role in the offense, you know, being a new girl to the varsity. Um, you know, she, we've already got Alyssa established down in the post. Morgan's kind of a post player, um, she's a little bit of a tweener, but you know, she's just trying to find where she fits in, I think, has is, is been the biggest thing for her, and I think really the last three or four games, you can just see it starting to click for her, she's getting, she's getting a lot more aggressive, she's taking the ball to the bucket, she's finishing them with a lot more confidence, uh, so I, I think, you know, she's given us a nice added punch in, in the scoring, you know, she's up around if not 10 or 12 points, she's been right at about 8, so, um, Know, seeing her emerge as another scorer, another uh, she's defending well too. She's both ends of the floor. She's playing hard. So um, that's that's a player you just see that's coming along as a junior, stepping into a new role, and she started to flourish here as we move forward.
0: Well, coach, now you got Westwood on Friday. The winner will take over first place in the conference outright. Major district implications on the line. Preview that matchup for me if you could.
3: Well, you know, it's it's been a big matchup the last few years. Uh, it will continue to be this year. It looks like and, uh, you know, our, our girls are excited. And, um, you know, we we realize we're, we're kind of you know I, I keep bringing this up, but we're we're a new team. Um, you know, Coley and Alyssa have been there a little bit, uh, but the rest of them you know are just kind of new to this, stepping into these bigger roles in the big game. So um, going up against a, a, an experienced Westwood team who's kind of been been there, done that. I think our girls are anxious and they're excited to have the opportunity to go in, you know, see where they see where they stack up against uh, against Westwood. But like you said, it's, it's a big matchup, conference implications, and just as a rivalry, you know, a nagani Westwood game is always a big game. So um, yeah, it's going to be fun, and uh, you get that tournament atmosphere. I'm anticipating that Friday night, and the more you can get that, we say this a lot, the more you can get it in the regular season. Better off, you're going to be in the tournament um, having those experiences. So, you know, we're, it'll be something we look to come March.
0: What's the strength for Westwood, and how do you plan to go about trying to neutralize that?
3: Well, I, I, you know, Westwood's so good on both sides of the floor. You know, they, um, we've seen, you know, a handful of the games this year. And it just amazes me. You know, the team can be playing them real tough for, for a stretch, and then all of a sudden, you know, it cranks up the pressure, and all of a sudden you look up, and then it's a 15, it's a 20 point lead. It's like wow, that happened really fast. <laughs> you know, so um, they play well in sprints. Uh, they're, they're very athletic. They're, they're balanced scoring. They're tough to defend because they've got everybody can score. You know, they, they've got. Um, you know, you think you just maybe sometimes you look at uh, Lees, Profit, and um, Koski, and then you know, Patron goes off. Ellie Miller gets going down low. They get one of the sisters coming off the bench, so uh, it makes it really tough to defend, and you can't you can't stray too far from a girl because they will hurt you. So um, being well-rounded like that, and then being able to play defense at the same time with the, with the athletes they have, it just it makes it tough on both ends of the floor.
0: oh uh, coach, the Westwood rivalry back in your life after a little hiatus, does it feel a little bit different, yeah. or does it kind of bring back memories now?
3: No, it does. Yeah, it brings back a lot of memories. Really, a lot of. The boys' side, a lot of battles with, uh, with Westwood. And, you know, even just remembering back to, even in my high school days, the girls' basketball battles between the guy and Westwood. Uh, it was a very fierce rivalry back then, too. Uh, two very good teams. So, yeah, it definitely brings back a lot of memories. I think it's going to be fun as a coach to step onto the, the girl side of it and, and to see that aspect of the rivalry. I'm, I'm looking forward to
0: it. Coach, lastly, tell me about the lower levels of your program, the JV and so forth. how is their year going?
3: Yeah, well, we are uh, fortunate enough here with the JV. We're doing doing very well. They've, they have one loss um, with Escanaba. They got beat down there. Other than that, they've they've been rolling along and winning games. Um, and then our we have a, we're fortunate enough to have a freshman team um, that has uh, nine or nine or ten girls on it. And uh, at first, it was it was tough to find to matchups for them, you know, they were only about a six-game schedule. Um, with the lack of freshman programs on UP, it's been nice. I've been able to fill in some JV teams and um, you know pick up some of the smaller school JV teams and stuff. So I think their schedules up at around 16 games, and uh, right now they're undefeated. So um, they, they they're having a great year, and you know, we're. We're happy to keep that freshman team because, you know, maybe some girls that you normally lose or something because they're not ready to go to the JV level, quite, you know, yet as freshmen, they're, they still stick around and they have that year to try to get better and grow. And then You never know. When you keep them around like that, you, you might find a diamond in a rough. So uh, we're excited to have a, a freshman team and, um, you know, they, they've been producing wins too. So we're, we're, we're
0: happy about that. Mike O'Donnell, Nagani Girls Basketball Head Coach. His team 9-2 as they get set for Westwood. Appreciate the time as always, Mike. Best of luck going forward. We'll talk again soon. Okay, thanks, sir. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP.
2: Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.
0: Welcome back to the SPN UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Ishpeming girls basketball with head coach Ryan Riekel. His team getting to the halfway point earlier this week. Coach, you get set for Manistique. You sent it three and seven Assess where your team is thus far into the year for me.
2: Uh, I mean, obviously we want to be uh, in a better position, but we're not. Uh, We've been missing a lot of easy baskets and free throws, and ultimately that's been our Achilles heel throughout the season. Uh, besides uh, the Westwood and Nagani games, we've been in every game. Um, you know, I'm looking at it as we speak, and we're losing by less than four points a game, um, and that's seven games by four points or less. So we're, we're right there. Uh, this is why we have this 20-game preseason, and we're starting to turn the corner, and hopefully we're going to start making those free throws and layups, putting ourselves in the, the win column instead of our loss columns.
0: Coach, how about some fundamental aspects of the game? Rebounding, defense, pass work. Where are some of your strengths, and where do you want to see improvement in the second half?
2: I mean, we've we've lost two games where we held a team to 36 points. Uh, you know, you should be on the winning side of things if you're defending that well, uh, but we haven't been. Uh, so, uh, you know, our strength is our defense, but, you know, I, I, I still believe that I'd take a, a offense and a mediocre defense versus uh a great defense and an average offense uh, to go get you with some wins. Uh, we have to score. Uh, our defense is going to do what it's going to do, and uh, we got to find ways to put the ball in the basket and uh, continue to grow from there. Uh, we're rebounding okay. Uh, we had a recent call-up from the JBs, uh, Lydia Corp, and she's averaging seven and a half rebounds for us uh, since the last three or four games. So uh, we're happy with the production there. Uh, other girls are getting healthy. Uh, we've been down uh, two starters uh, the last couple of games here, uh, one of them is coming back, and uh, we'll know the results of a testing uh, later today. Uh, the other one will be back for Friday.
0: Well, Coach, I'm glad you brought that up, because I don't know that we've seen your team at full strength this year. Has that given some other girls the opportunity to step up, and have they made the most of those opportunities?
2: Yeah, which is, uh, you know, you don't want to see kids getting hurt, but uh, it, your, your program does uh, grow a little bit if a starter goes down, because someone has to step up into that role and get the experience that they may not have if that starter was there. Uh, we had some girls capitalize on that, and uh, it's helped us uh, you know, be in some ball games by doing so. And then when we get those original starters back, uh, we can plug in, we can uh, move people around, and it uh, gives us a little more flexibility as we make the turn of the season.
0: Well, Coach, you've got Manistique on Friday. Tell me about the Emeralds and what you expect from them.
2: Well, uh, you know, they've been struggling a little bit. Uh, they got a few wins, big win on uh, Tuesday night at Munison, an overtime victory, uh, which anytime you play Munising, it's gonna be a tough battle, uh, just the way Coach Mattson gets his team going. Uh, you know, they got Emily McDonald, uh, she's a tall, lanky girl that can do some things around the basket. And, uh, you know, they've had some success in other sports, and, uh, so you know they know how to win. And anytime you drive two plus hours on a bus on a Friday night, uh, after, you know, an emotional loss on Monday night, uh, it makes you a little nervous going into that game. Uh, But if we come out ready to play, I think we can put ourselves uh, in position to get that win.
0: How has practice been the last few days as a year up for Manistique?
2: Uh, You know, our practice has been really good. I mean, even after losses, they come in ready to learn, uh, get better at the game of uh, basketball, uh, fix the things, willing to uh, listen to my criticism and my praise, uh, develop themselves as players and personally, uh, you know, I, I enjoy going to practice every day. Uh, with this group because of their desire to try to get better uh, and understand and believe that they are going to get better.
0: Well, Coach, like you alluded to, you've been competitive this year. Despite the results, are you happy with the effort?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, besides, uh, I think, the Nagani game this year, uh, I've been pleased with the effort. Uh, You know, we we go down swinging no matter what uh, in every game, and, uh, you know, they're they're stressing me out a little bit because we have a lot of close games, and, you know, it gets on you. But it's... uh, it's fun, uh, you know, to be competitive in these games. Uh, it'd be a lot more fun if we were winning these games, and uh, we're hoping that we can do that uh, throughout the remainder of the season. Uh, we got a big a big week next week, this is a rival week when we play Nagani and Westwood in the same week. Uh, so you got to be mentally strong for those games because we know those two teams are playing really good basketball. They got amazing players and good coaching staff. So we have to make sure that we are uh, prepared in all aspects, and that's myself included.
0: Coach, with Manistique, what's the biggest key to getting a win there?
2: Starting early. Don't let teams uh, gain confidence. Uh, not like you know, football. I think better teams traditionally can win. Uh, teams that are near the same level uh, in football will c- compete. But you know, if you can in basketball, if you let a team hang around, uh, they'll start hitting shots on you. Uh, and once they start hitting shots, the floodgates open, and you uh, you can lose a game really easily. Uh, I've been uh, the underdog, and I've been the better team and I've been the winner and a loser on both ends of that and uh, there's not much you can do uh, you know, it just you just nod your head to him and say good shot, uh, so we have to come out really with a good defensive intensity uh, you know, get those legs moving, get that energy level up uh, see if we can uh, make some plays uh, get scoring uh, because Manistique has been uh, struggling to score even a little more than we have been uh, so it's almost like a race to who gets the 40 points first we uh, will get this win
0: Coach, last thing before I let you go, tell me about your JV, the lower levels of your program. Give us an update on their season.
2: Uh, you know, I'm very, very fortunate. I got a, probably you know one of the few JV coaches who uh, should be a varsity coach uh, throughout the UP. Uh, preps, prep's the same way that uh, some of us varsity coaches do: watches film, uh, goes scouting, uh, game plans to win every game, not just show up, uh, you know, right off the bus and say this is who you're guarding. Uh, the girls get a scout report about this team and, uh, they're six and four and that's, uh, one player down and then one pulled up the last few games and they're playing good basketball. They're gaining some confidence. Uh, he's pushing them to become ready for varsity and, uh, as a, as a varsity coach, I really appreciate the, the lower levels doing those things, uh, that we, we do on the varsity and they get to us. They're not overworked or mentally fatigued because we're, you know, we're doing scout reports and walkthroughs and all those film sessions. Uh so you know I, I feel very blessed to have the J V staff that I have with Chris Magnuson and then his assistants, uh just because they do get girls ready for the varsity level and uh you can that's what you want in your feeder programs.
0: Appreciate the time as always, Ryan. Best of luck this year. We'll talk again soon.
2: All right, thank you, Tanner.
0: Ryan Rico, Ishpeming Girls basketball head coach, will take a time out more in a moment on ESPN UP mbank offers
4: sophisticated banking solutions to support your business when you bank with mbank we support you every step of the way combining big bank resources with personal service and quick local decision making that moves at the speed your business moves mbank has helped a wide range of small to mid-sized businesses achieve success our experienced team makes it easy and convenient to help you grow let MBank design a personalized plan for your business's unique needs. MBank, community focused, client driven, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Marquette boys basketball with head coach Brad Nelson. His team's 7-2. and two. They hit the halfway point of the season this weekend. Coach, appreciate you taking the time. You're getting again to the halfway point. What do you like about your squad, and where do you want to see improvement in the back end?
4: Well, I think we're starting to find our identity. Um, we're putting a lot of points on the board, uh, and I think that's just a product of more possessions and the pace that we play um, for sure. Uh, but I think, especially the last couple of days, our defense I think is starting to finally understand what it needs to do to be successful and protecting the paint and being aware of who you're guarding and if you can help, uh, how far you can help, and and things like that. And I kind of figured it would be you know halfway through the season before we finally got it. And for a while there, you know the loss to Esky and the loss to Nagani. I'm without Drew Weibel, <clears throat> and when we entered Drew Weibel back into the equation, that changes things completely for us on the defensive end. So even though Drew doesn't do a lot of scoring for us, he's a capable scorer, but he doesn't really care about it. He just wants to go down and and lead us on the defensive end, and that's kind of what we were missing.
0: Well, Coach, this weekend you've got a road trip down to Traverse City. You'll see a couple of teams down there in Central and West. Tell me about this weekend.
4: Uh, It's been a good week of practice. Um, You know, the two Traverse City teams are obviously a lot bigger than a lot of the teams that we see up here, minus maybe the Escanabas, but um, two kind of different teams um, you know they're similar but they're different uh, Traverse City likes to slow it down and you know in the past Traverse City Central used to be up and down the court kind of like what we want to do but you know their their size kind of inhibits the pace that they can play so hopefully we can use that to our advantage and keep doing what we've been doing uh, offensively but we're going to have to be really aware of, of like I talked about where our help's coming from who we're helping off of um you know they got a, a low down low he's probably six five uh 280 pounds and we're not do a good job being in, in front of them and behind them at all times and and getting out on their shooters you know and contest everything so that's on friday and we turn around and, and get after west uh, west got a couple of really really good players that we're going to try to contain a little bit and make sure that other guys don't go off but um, right now, we're focused on Central. Um, you know, I have film on all of them. I've been watching it the last two days, and got the scouting report ready for Central. I just got another film on West that I'm going to try to break down. You know, later tonight and get the scouting report ready. So, but right now, our number one focus is, uh, is Traverse City Central, and then we'll switch gears after the game, and then you know, get ready for West.
0: Well, Coach, earlier this week, you picked up an 80 to 46 win over Ishpeming. Tell me about that matchup.
4: I don't know, it, was just, it was a sloppy game. Uh, we had a lot of unforced turnovers, and, you know, a lot of it is, is like our outlet passes, which is probably one of the most fundamental things. But the thing that's different with us is our outlet passes aren't 20 feet. They're 40 feet, 50 feet, and we're just we're not doing a good enough job of giving us a, a good opportunity to get up the floor and get some transition baskets. So we've worked on that the last few days in practice. We're going to do it again today. Um, but it's something that you know kids aren't used to doing. They're used to go you know hitting free throw line extended. That's your typical outlet pass. But for us, and how fast we play, we really want to get the ball up the court and you know make those forty foot passes and really put the pressure on the defense to get back. So that's kind of what we've been focused on uh, going into this weekend.
0: Coach, how about the conference race? Do you pay much attention to that this time of the year and where your team is?
4: Well, we know where we stand. Um, you know, there's. Not much, not much to pay attention to other than the fact that we control our own destiny. And you know, with the loss to Escanaba, we kind of put ourselves against a wall, and we're gonna to have to fight back. And if we win all four of them, we're gonna get a share of it. So we we control that ourselves. Um, you know, obviously it's it's nice if somebody you know Gladstone Kingsford Nami is able to knock off Eski. Means you know when we do play them in February, it, lots well, at stake. But we still got to take care of business against a, a Kingsford team who's getting better. Uh, Gladstone's a completely different team than when we played them back in December. So we got to you know all all four of those teams we have to be ready for one at a time. And I think Esquie's our last conference game, and hopefully we're in a position at that time to you know go out and play for a title.
0: Coach, how is your team shooting the ball, whether that be from the floor, behind the arc, or at the foul line?
4: Uh, I think our free-throw shooting has been much better than it was last year, uh, especially, you know, that helps in those close games. We haven't hasn't had to bite us. You know, it bit us against Nagani. I think we were only four for 14. But, um, you know, you can attribute that to youth, whatever you want. But, uh, you know, the kids are getting a little bit more comfortable getting to the, the charity line and, and making those shots. And th- three-point shooting is a lot better than I thought it would be. You know, before the season started, I told my staff that, you know, if we can't shoot the ball, things are going to be really tough for us. And the way that we're shooting it right now, defenses are really stretched out, and that allows us to get to the rim and and do the things that we want to do. So hopefully that can continue for us because it's a huge element of, of what we try to do. Uh, Lincoln Sagers having a, a breakout season as a junior. Um teams know they have to guard him and he's doing a better job now of, you know, when when teams are trying to run him off the three point line, he's getting to the rim or kicking it out to another guy that can shoot a three. So it's a it's a process. We're getting better. Um every day I think we're we're taking a step in the right direction. Hopefully we continue this uh this coming weekend and you know, this is the first time I told my guys yesterday in practice with the new seating system in the in the tournament Right now in our district, we're we're in the lead um, in Traverse City Central's. You know, one one hundredth of a point behind us. I think we're point six one eight. They're point six zero eight. So we we're actually for the first time in my career we're going down there with something on the line to try to maintain that lead so we can have that home field advantage. Which for us is a <clears throat> I mean that is a huge difference being able to host the tournament Monday Wednesday Friday versus potentially on the road monday home wednesday on the road friday or whatever combination you want to pick you know that's a that's something that's hanging over the kids heads and they know that they got to come out and try to maintain that
0: coach i'm glad you brought that up i was going to ask you if you're paying much attention to the mprs this time of year but you look at who could be in that district like you alluded to and you look at some of your opponents and their mprs traverse city west record isn't great but that can be deceiving their mprs right up there and you know they're a better team than their record would show would you agree
4: there's no doubt about it um i think you take any of those those teams in our district and you place them up in the up and what a, a 12 and 8 record downstate might be a, a 16 and 4, 17 and 3 record uh, in the UP. You know, they go down two hours to play Grand Rapids teams. They go down to play Mount Pleasant, Midland, Flint. Um, they're playing some pretty good teams down there, and that's the reason that our district is so tough. And that's the reason that we try to pick. We picked up every team in our district on our schedule this year just so we can get ready for March.
0: Coach, how about some other aspects of your game? Are you liking what you're seeing, or do you want to see some improvement as far as rebounding? You alluded to defense a little bit, pass work, anything like that.
4: Um, Rebounding has been good. Um, We're trying to change it up a little bit. You know, we're not big in in any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, Drew Weibel, Ty Latterman, uh, Justin Jermu, John Thompson, you know, they're they're our, quote, big guys, and they're only, you know, 6'2". But they do an excellent job of boxing out. And when we're going down there, you know, and we're boxing out six, seven kids, that's asking a lot of of my big guys to not only maintain that box out, but then go secure the rebound. So we're starting to talk to our guards about, you know, hitting their guy and then you be the one to go get the rebound. Um, Because, you know, Drew and Ty, they're locked up with, you know, some pretty large specimens. And to have them go up and get the rebound also. Is a little challenging. So we're working on our guards getting in there to crash the boards and get the rebound and run. Uh, but overall, rebounding has been a, a very positive thing for us. We're doing a great job on that. Um, and just, I think defensively, just starting to be a little bit more aware of who you're guarding, pay attention to the scouting report, um, and whether or not you can have longer help. If you, if you can go across the court to help in the post or if you have, if you have to stay tight to your man or and things like that. And, That's something that for young players takes a long time to understand and to pay attention and just being self-aware of the situation defensively, what you can do. Um, But, you know, I'm not going to sit there and and nitpick all the stuff that they're doing. They're going to go out and they're going to play hard. I know that, and that's something that won't change. So kind of hang our hat on that and then teach as we go, watch, watch some film, point some stuff out in practice, and just keep getting better.
0: Coach, lastly, tell me about the lower levels of your program, the JV, the freshmen. How are their seasons going?
4: Uh, JVs, uh, they took one on the chin down in Menominee. Uh, definitely a game that they should have won. Um, you know, just they didn't play hard enough, bottom line. They're talented. They have the whole, <laughs> a lot of talent in that, that class. Uh, they just got to learn to take it to another level. Uh, so that's something that our staff is trying to address with them is you have to play hard for 32 minutes. Our freshman team is improving drastically every day. I think, you know, they played Gladstone for the second time on Tuesday. First time they played them down in Gladstone on December 17th, I think it was maybe a six-point game, and I think this time they, they had a running clock against them. So steady improvement for them, trying to get them ready for the JV level next year, and, you know, we got good things coming down the line, and hopefully we can continue the success that we've had.
0: Appreciate the time as always, Brad. Best of luck this year. We'll talk again soon.
4: Okay, thank you,
0: Tanner. Brad Nelson, head boys basketball coach at Marquette. More after this on ESPN UP.
5: We don't wallpaper. We won't choose your paint colors, but we're here to get your home loan ready so that you can. The mortgage team at First Bank is excited to work with you. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com. Whether you're ready to buy or planning ahead, make it happen with First Bank.
2: First Bank, Marquette, Ishpeming, Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Subject to approval. Fees may apply. First
5: Where it's all about people. Hi, I'm Mark Stonerock, the Outreach Coordinator and Certified Athletic Trainer for the Sideline to Sideline Sports Medicine Program. So one of the nice things about the sideline program is that we all try to abide by to a same-day or next-day coverage. So there is no waiting. There is no, uh, we have an appointment in two weeks, but uh, the athletic trainer will contact the medical practitioner's office, and we try to get you in at least within the next day, and that really expedites the whole program. And it takes a little worry out of the patient's hands and out of the parent's hands and gets them right into the track where they need to be.
0: Welcome back to the SPNUP UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Marquette Girls Basketball with Head Coach Ben Smith. His team 9-2 and two as they hit the halfway point in the season earlier this week. Coach, I tell you what, a little time to work on getting ready for the Sioux coming up, but tell me about where your team is right now.
6: Yeah, we are uh, figuring some things out. It's definitely not um, as well oiled as it hopefully will be as we move forward, but um, we are finding that we do some things and stretches really, really well and we just have to make those stretches last a little bit longer and try to let the down times uh you know, not hold us back and hold us down quite as long. You know, what was maybe a three minute drought or, you know, a four possession um streak where we gave up some buckets and rebounds and things. Hopefully we can limit that to one or two and then kinda of get back on the right track. And I think the girls are um buying into what we're Trying to do, compete every possession defensively, get out and run a little bit more because it just makes our offense easier um, to convert on. And, you know, they're kind of playing to each other's strengths a little bit more. Where I think for a while there, we weren't quite sure um, where we wanted to get the ball or what we wanted to do with it.
0: Well, Coach, you had Gladstone earlier this week, an overtime battle, but you come out with the win 47 44. Tell me about that matchup.
6: Yeah, it was a dogfight. Um, going in, uh, we knew Megan Crow had suffered an ankle injury, unfortunately, against uh, Westwood the week before, and she had missed most of that game, and then the game Friday night. So we were kind of planning on her not playing, and we talked about how different um, they would be, you know, without um, a 6-3 difference maker in the middle. So, you know, it's not like it's an easy job to try and focus on trying to um, take care of her in the game plan but at least you have a target that you know and have seen a lot, and we hadn't um, seen much of them without her because when she's healthy, she's in the game most of the time and you know does a lot of great things for them. So we knew they'd be a different matchup. Um, They played smaller, which obviously she's 6'2", 6'3", so anyone you put in for her is going to be smaller. Um, But they shot the ball well. I think they made six or seven threes, which um, I think four of them were early, and it definitely changed. Uh, the dynamic of the game, um, and they got us in some dribble drive stuff that we didn't really handle very well early, and then as the game progressed, we were able to um, force a little bit tougher shots, but still, um, they were there right to the end, obviously, it went into overtime, but um, credit our kids, because it wasn't going um, perfectly, and we didn't have a ton of energy, I don't know if it's exam week, or this, that, or the other, obviously, there's a laundry list of excuses um, that you can look to, but... No one cares about them, so you just hopefully can um, toughen up and gut it out, and we were able to do that. Um, we cut it to we had a tie game. Um, they went ahead with about 15 seconds to go. Maria Mulatto then got fouled and made a couple free throws with I think 10 seconds left. They missed at the buzzer to send it into overtime, and then in overtime, um, we were able to make enough plays. I think Aston Michelin had 10 points in the fourth quarter in overtime, which was huge. Um, had kind of a funky 10-second call that turned the ball over with about 15 seconds to go, but we were able to um, jump out and switch. Maddie Carter made a really good read on an inbounds play, and um, Aspen got the rebound and made two free throws to put it on ice. So you know, credit the girls for hanging in there, but like always, you can look back and hope you can do things um, a little bit more soundly the next time and so you're not digging yourself a hole because – The teams we play are scrappy, play hard, and have good players, so you can't just show up and expect it to just go your way.
0: Coach, Aspen was held scoreless until halftime, and then she really turned it on in the second half. What switch was flipped during that halftime break?
6: Um, I think a lot of it was defensively. We just had a little more purpose. We were in position to make plays, and we made some plays in the first half, but I think we had 12 turnovers. I think we were 7 for 23 from the floor. And... We had about five or six plays where if we were a little bit more aggressive or did something with a little bit more of a purpose, um, you know, we would have got things going a little bit earlier, but uh, we hung in there. Um, she had a really nice pull-up in overtime that um, put us up to which um, then they made a free throw, missed a free throw, and then we got that steal. But, you know, she definitely um, is kind of growing into that leadership role, which, Um, I think we need her to do, you know, along with the other three seniors. But, um, you know, she came into this year with the most experience and the most minutes. And, you know, whether she's scoring or playing defense or um, getting rebounds, um, she hopefully is understanding how much of a stamp she can put on the game. And, you know, it's obviously nice um, when not only does she play a great floor game and play hard and scrappy, but, you know, gets things going um in the bucket too
0: coach how's practice look this week
6: uh, good um we had a pretty good one on monday the kids had the day off we had a professional development day so that's always a little different had the game tuesday and then um a little bit shorter one yesterday and then a pretty good one today because we are off tomorrow um due to up wrestling um they're setting up in our gym um but with it being exam week you know um in a good way the kids are super into that. They're into their grades, and you know that's um, a great distraction from basketball. That they're really focused and care about their performance in the classroom. Which, as a coach, I love. So, you know, they kind of view basketballs instead of the the dreaded tough part of their day, which it is sometimes. It's kind of a release because they're not studying or taking a test. So, um, it is a little different energy, and I like it. You know, I think the kids um, have really grown. Um, I mean, we've worked pretty hard all year, but they're kind of, again, fine-tuning how hard they need to go to get us as much improvement as we can find, you know, in practice each day.
0: Coach, you have a couple of tough non-conference games next week, and then Menominee as well. Tell me about next week as you get ready for the Sioux, Calumet again, and then the Maroons.
6: Yeah, that should be a tough one, um, opponent-wise, but also kind of why we do this, you know, the Sioux game was supposed to be over the holidays, but they had some um, power outage stuff and had um, more important things than trying to prepare for a basketball game, and they had school canceled and stuff. So this is one of the times we could sneak it in there. And, you know, I, I, I think we understand how good the Sioux is. I, they're athletic. They play hard. Um, and we got to be ready to go. And it will be a great test here on our home floor on Monday. And then we just had Calumet last week, and it was scrappy. Um, I think we ended up winning by about 12 or 13, but it definitely was not, um, a game where we had it in control. Uh, they had a kid who hit six threes. They were, you know, up in our face guarding the whole way through. So we need to go up there and do our job or else things won't go our way. And then Menominee's been having a great year. Uh, they had us on the ropes twice last year. Probably should have beat us at least once, if not both times. Um, so, I think we kind of understand what we're in for, but it's also, like I said, kind of the reason we do this because it's fun playing against um, the best teams that we can see and see where we stack up.
0: Coach, how are you shooting the ball? Is your team about where they should be, whether it's on the floor, behind the arc, at the foul line?
6: Uh, um, we're, I think like anybody, kind of streaky. Um, seems like we um, are far better in um, transition, when we get going early and make a few plays, see it go in a couple times, then um, our confidence grows, which I think it does with most kids and most teams. Um, at the free throw line um, against Escanaba, I think we shot something like uh, 13 for 28, 15 for 28, something like that, which is not good enough. But I think we were 11 for 14 in the fourth quarter, which is kind of money time and when we were able to kind of close the game out and seal it, which – was huge you know so again um at the right times like i mentioned maria made a couple clutch free throws down the stretch to put us into ot you know when it's um the time we need to make a play we've been able to do that whether it be making a jumper or finishing a play at the rim but you know as we settle in and you know get more comfortable with what sets we're running and things hopefully um the ball goes in even more
0: Coach, how about some other aspects of the game, defense, rebounding, pass work? Are those some areas that have been strengths for you, or do you want to see it get better in the second half?
6: Uh, some of both. I'm like You like to improve on everything all the time. I don't think any coach is ever satisfied, which players don't necessarily love, but I think that's um, how you can keep them sharp and get going. Uh, defensively, all year we've done some pretty good work on the defensive end, but for some stretches there are issues have come with trying to lock down rebounds, which no matter how good you are on the defensive end, if you are giving up um, put-back layups, your defense isn't very good. So um, we struggled with that a lot for a while. Um, had a little bit of a uh, hiccup with that against Calumet for a stretch and also with Gladstone. So, um, you know, that I would say would be the one thing, especially going into next week with um, Emma Anderson from um, Menominee has size and they have a couple other scrappy kids in there. Who has a couple um, pretty solid post players where if you're not doing your job on the glass, you're going to be in trouble. So hopefully we can use that as like, a, uh, like a, just a warning to understand that we need to take heed and rebound every possession. And if we do that, then that makes our offense way better, which, you know, obviously you, will, you love to see the defense um, turn into offense and make your life easier down there.
0: Coach, lastly, give us an update on your JV and the lower levels of your program. How's their year going?
6: Um, so we have we are one of, I think, three uh, UP teams that have freshmen. It's Marquette, Nagani, and the Sioux. Um, and then Kingsford, I think, is in a situation where they have enough where they can kind of split up their freshmen and JV. So uh, they played a few games up here. Um, they played down in Petoskey and against Boyne and then against Traverse City Central and West. And I believe our freshman team um, put me on the spot. I think they have three, maybe four wins, and then they have three, maybe four losses. So it's something right around five hundred. which I think it's really good that they're getting experience. Um, They're here working hard at practice, um, but it's nice to pay it off when you get to play some games. Um, They do have the Sioux on Monday, and then they have a couple more matchups with uh, Nagani, Kingsford, and the Suda to finish things off. So hopefully they keep working hard and having fun. Um, Peggy Lagina is our uh, new freshman coach this year, and I think she's enjoying it, and I think the kids are enjoying her, and she's doing a good job with them, um, kind of having things move forward. And then Coach Leady, um has been with our JV. This is year 13, and I believe they are 8-3 and three on the season, um, and they're kind of figuring out how hard they need to work every night and communicate and picking up those little details that turn some of the losses that they have hopefully into wins the next time around but again same thing with that group they're working really hard and putting the time in and enjoying it as well and you know hopefully um they can see a payoff with wins as they move forward too
0: Ben Smith head girls basketball coach at Marquette his team nine and two getting set for the Sioux on Monday appreciate the time as always Ben best of luck going forward we'll talk again soon
6: All right. Thanks a bunch.
0: Have a great week. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. Closing
5: costs, equity, escrow. Home buying needs to be in a language that's easy to understand. Whether it's your first or your next home, Embers Credit Union helps you buy that home with straight talk. No BS banking and the very best mortgage for you. So every home loan is approved and serviced locally. Our genuine approach to banking is why Embers is the fastest growing credit union in the UP. See any of our great mortgage loan officers or visit embers.org today. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Now you can combine Big Boy's big goodness with big room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food. The room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Market,
0: boy, Welcome back to the Coach's Corner. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad that you're along as always. Hope you enjoyed today's show. A reminder that it's on demand in case you missed any of it. You missed your favorite coach. Or you want to go back and listen again. We'll have Westwood Patriot girls basketball here in ESPN UP tonight. Should be a fun one when Nagani comes to town. The top spot in the midpen and the Westpac conference on the line outright tonight. Plus major district implications. Pregame right around seven with tip offset for seven fifteen. Hope you enjoy your Friday night, your game wherever you're going. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Thanks again for tuning into the ESPN UP coaches corner with Tanner Hoops on ESPN UP WZEM. Ishpeming Marquette.